Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Roundtable, coming to you from Beijing. I'm He Young. Good as always to have you join us. From simple shaves to suave skincare, men's grooming is booming. Skincare isn't just for ladies anymore. Men's products for hair, skin, body, and even cosmetics are flooding the market. But are they just repackaged versions of women's products? Is men's skincare just another example of stupidity tax? The answer should be no. So, gentlemen, it's time to step into the world of grooming made just for you. And ladies, perhaps it's time to let your men have their own cabinet of beauty products. We are unpacking his skincare and beauty needs, and we're all ears for your burning questions or epic stories. Grab your smartphone, record a voice memo, and let's make radio magic. Send your thoughts to ezfmroundtable@foxmail.com. You might just steal the spotlight in our next heart to heart. For today's program, I'm joined by Yushun and Josh Cotterell. First on today's show. The male beauty and personal care market is skyrocketing, with consultancy Statista's latest global figures showing a leap from 75 billion U.S. dollars in 2021 to a stunning 115 billion U.S. dollars by 2028. Remember the 2000s when David Beckham was setting metrosexual trends left and right, and Gillette led the charge. Times have changed, and so have attitudes towards men's. Grooming, it's not just about a quick shave anymore. It's a world where serums, self-care, and style meet. So, leading the way in male beauty and personal care is a novel trend here in China right now. Face wash salons in shopping malls are increasingly popular among men. So, what's this new craze all about? You should. Hmm. Recently, in some shopping malls in various Chinese cities such as Beijing and Shanghai, a surge in skincare retail stores focusing on facial cleansing services has been observed. Many of these establishments claim that about half of their clients are male consumers. So, as reported by New Weekly, the market features several brands with notable ones like Face Wash Cat and Face Wash. Bear. I'm not sure why they always name themselves as animals, but reportedly having established over 1,000 stores nationwide, both of these brands have enlisted male actors as their spokespersons. And when we're looking at these, you know, face wash stores, most of these stores are labeled as 洗脸吧 in Chinese, and literally translating to face wash bars, different from traditional skincare salons. That aim to you know provide a broad range of skincare services. These stores solely focuses on facial cleansing services. So on the online booking pages of these facial cleansing stores, the available service packages typically don't exceed ten, which means not very diversified. It's only about face washing. These packages usually last about forty to fifty minutes and cover basic steps such as. Facial washing, cleansing, heating, exfoliating, eye massage, hydrating, and sun protection. So basically, you will lie down there and enjoy these kind of basic skincare service, and that's all. 
All right. Well, Josh, could you be a potential customer? What do you think? I want you to read the minds of the fellow male customers. Apparently, they would make up about half of the whole customer base. Yeah. Well, I I think that I can understand it. I think that things like face washing and face treatments, especially, and more of a pressure to take care of one's skin and and maintain youth has really become the pressure has increased a lot over the last few decades. I know in my own country, the UK has definitely been influenced by a lot of European beauty standards. Countries like France、um, and Italy, where healthy and well-maintained skin are basically synonymous with beauty. And I guess that they always have been to some degree, but also we're seeing more of a push these days towards having quote-unquote natural beauty. So beauty, for、mm. example, without Wearing makeup and things like this, and I think that skincare products, especially from the male perspective, are something very different to makeup. I think that makeup is still definitely seen as more of a feminine thing, and although that's changing as well, I think that most males won't wear makeup, but certainly they still want to adhere to to meet these beauty standards. And I think that skincare is definitely the only way that they can really do this. So、uh, I think on top of like increased awareness about. The importance of skincare, and I think a lot of celebrity endorsements and marketing. We see a lot of celebrities these days, male celebrities, you know, endorsing a lot of skincare products and things like this that were previously more tailored towards the female market. So I can understand it, and I think I myself、uh, have been influenced by this a lot as I've gotten older and my skin has started to sag、um, <laughs> more and more every year. I feel more anxiety to. Keep it firm and keep it pressed up, you know. Before、mm. I inevitably probably get Botox or something. You must be joking. <laughs> I don't know if I am. Oh, interesting. But will you actually go to these stores and let them wash your face? Because because I am not that fifty percent. Oh, why not? No, I'm not going to spend money to do that. I mean, it's just <laughs>、right? what it's just washing your face. <laughs> yes,、what? that's exactly、Excuse、the point. Excuse me, <laughs> washing your face comprises of many steps, like you should mentioned earlier. So I think this is like I'm sorry to say, downgraded version of a proper facial,、mm. and apparently it's <laughs> just the right amount of time and attention that these. Hunky dudes would put up with because one of the key、uh, complaints from my male friends and looking up the internet, apparently guys don't want to spend so much time, and also they don't want so many products to be slathered all over their face.、Mm. And also, there's one personal anecdote. Is a great line that I have to share with you. This comes from the husband of one of our fellow coworkers in the office. Basically, he says he can only stand one layer of product on his face because otherwise, he's mixing up the flavors. Chuanver, and I just find that to be、uh, quite hilarious. But also, I mean, I understand. There, there are these reservations that men are kind of dabbing their toes into this area, but also a lot of guys are kind of halfway there, and they don't want to be full on. And Yushun is not even willing to dab his toes. So tell us why. Yeah, I have to, you know, get a virtual high five with that <laughs> colleague's <laughs> husband because I totally agree on him, and.、Um, A lot of people are saying that more male are going to these face washing stores because the price is not that high. It's, 
It ranges for around 58 to 68 yuan. That's about less than $10, I think. But still, that's Too not much. the... Yeah, mm. I, I would not spend that kind of money on just washing my face because, you know, daily face washing products, I think, is quite necessary for, you know, daily necessity. I mean, as long as you are keeping your face clean and um, it is not as grisly as you can see the reflection, <laughs> it's fine. And also, I think generally male consumers in the past might have been more accustomed to, you know, entertainment consumption like massages or foot massage. So it is said that those who are now willing to go for these facial cleansing are mostly the same group of these people who mm -hmm. would like to go to the massage. So as they see it as a form of enjoyment and um, are open to try the new thing. So mm. I think there is a reason that they are going for these cleansing stores. Right. And also going for a little massage on the face. Oh, that that's really relaxing. And mm. it's the kind of pampering that I don't think men or women could resist. But still, you need to make the effort to actually go to that physical space. And that's a lot to ask for, for some people. But also, guys, what do you think are the key areas that encompasses the term or this industry of male grooming? Um, I think, first of all, it's the increase in awareness of um, skin care among yeah. men, right? We can see a report published by Nandu Polls in 2020. About 76% of men in the survey admitted to visiting beauty salons for skin care, and more than a quarter were regular visitors. Mm. And over 90% of men express a desire to try skin care procedures when it comes to specific beauty service items. Basic cleansing stands out as the primary demand, followed by acne and blackhead removal, pore tightening, deep facial cleansing, and hydrating. Well, I'm not pretty familiar with all of these terms, but I would say, yes, um, more and more guys are care more about their face, at least. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be just the face, guys. It should be the whole body. Well, <laughs> male grooming encompasses a range of practices and products focused on hygiene, appearance, and personal care specifically tailored for men. And this concept has evolved significantly over the years. And now it could include at least these seven areas that I'm going to highlight for you. Wow. Number one, skincare, which... Uh, you both agree on and secondly hair care and then mm. facial hair care body grooming fragrance nail care and last but potentially the most controversial cosmetic makeup and josh help us understand yes yeah what's this motivation of all this change and development in this male personal care and beauty industry, what's making men more into all of these uh, different aspects of the industry? Well, I think that we have to remember that men have always been into looking good and have always wanted to look good and have always wanted to adhere to, you know, fashion and standards, whatever they may be. Not every man, but I think that there's always been a massive market for it. But things change and there are big cultural shifts and there have been many changes in perceptions about masculinity 
And so mm. I think that a lot of men embracing grooming and skincare as part of their daily routine really reflects this. Um, I think that men are becoming more conscious of um, their appearance and they're much, much more willing to invest in products that, you know, there's a lot of these skincare products that we're talking about, they cater specifically to men. They're marketed towards men. It's not like these men are often using women's skincare products, although I'm sure many men have for decades and decades been stealing their girlfriends or their wives' expensive facial moisturizer, right? And using it on uh, or God knows what parts of their body. But now I think there's a lot of men that are, you know, they're sold on these products that are marketed towards making them more masculine. And I think mm. it's really interesting. I think that it really does reflect these things. And we also mm. see another reason, as I mentioned before briefly, is the influence of celebrity endorsements. If you look at the celebrities from, say, the 1940s and 50s, um, and you looked at actors from back then, and you looked at clothing styles and things like this, it is a lot more standardized. It's a, a lot more distinctive between the male and female sort of clothing style, fashion style. And when it comes to skincare and things like this, I imagine that male products were a lot more simple. Um, but now the market is so diverse. Skincare products can cater to all different types of skin types. I don't even know what kind of skin type I have, you know, but I still have paid quite a lot of money for these skincare products. But I think this as well, the diversification of the market that's able to cater to specific needs also has changed things. Yeah, and also I think with this awareness increasing, men are exposed to a variety of products, routines and trends, making them more interested in incorporating these into their daily lives and also it has something to do with female, of course. More and more posts are emphasizing that if you want to get a girlfriend, then the first step is to tidy up yourself and make yourself look clean and neat. And then I think more males are thinking that, okay, I need to do something. And in that way, facial clean is the first step to do so. And also, you both mentioned all these different types of male skincare or cosmetic or beauty products out there and do men and women need different skincare products um i think at least there got to be some differences right um from my research and understanding because the general skin types of men and women tend to be different right influenced by hormones such as testosterone men's skin may be thicker and um more prone to oiliness. Mm -hmm. So skincare products specifically designed for men might focus more on cleansing intensity and oil control. So not all the women need this kind of um, intensity, right? So maybe there is a difference in that way. And another thing I could think of is that a lot of girls, I think they care about their skin too much. It's possible that women due to their usual emphasis on skincare routines such as exfoliation and moisturizing, they may have more delicate skin. And in that way, this makes them more in need of skincare products. And at the same time, serve the purpose of these brands, which is to stimulate more consumption. So they may need more diversified skin products than men, I think, in that way. Oh, interesting. Josh, essentially the same question to you but do you think that men and women 
having different skincare products is basically a sales gimmick, a stupidity tax that males and thoughtful girlfriends are paying. Well, I wouldn't call it a stupidity tax. I think that would be unfair. I think that men and women generally, and we're really talking about massive, you know, I'm sure that there's some men and some women that are more similar genetically, or at least in their, you know, hair and facial and pigment makeup or whatever it is, then some males and males and females and females. So I think that it is largely marketing. I think a lot of these products are probably very useful for both genders. But I, I do think, so I wouldn't call it a stupidity tax. Uh, but I do think that the marketing side of it is the biggest thing. I think that mm. a face wash or a good face wash or a good exfoliation wash for one's face is going to work on either the male or the female. I know that a lot of male products, they go for this side of, oh, this is a, a tougher face wash. You know, it's a face <laughs> wash that has bigger bits in it, you know, that's going to get in that male skin for that okay. male guy. But I, do, but I do know that men's skin is different, right? Men's skin... Uh, men tend to have thicker skin. And so this means that the glands are slightly different and there's more oil production. I think men, men are more prone to having slightly more oil production. So maybe like a non-greasy, non-oily face wash is more suitable for men. But I'm sure that that's also a problem for a lot of women as well. I'm no expert, mm. but mm. that's my assumption. Yeah, I think, of course, normally skincare products could be used by both men and women. But when they are designed, these products to be like um, a men's skincare product, this is also kind of using the psychology of male consumption uh, because most of men may still be, you know, reluctant or unwilling to choose these skincare products. So as long as some products are labeled as male products, men may be more willing to choose them. Mm. Additionally, it might also be you know, due to some sense of uh, what we mentioned before, masculinity, as some men might feel awkward using those, you know, fancy, expensive uh, skincare products that are more positioned towards women. So in this case, yeah, this is also about uh, marketing and uh, marketing strategy. Oh, speaking of marketing, well, there are a couple of points I'd like to make here. One thing is with very effective marketing, when you have the right male ambassador to beat the face <laughs> of your male product, it could be super appealing. Uh, good examples could be years ago, Jin Cheng Wu. Uh, I remember he was the poster boy for one male facial product and uh, I had to get that for my boyfriend back then uh, simply because I wanted to support Xin Chengwu. <laughs> no, it's just like when you see like these uh, billboards downtown, you know, employing the best photographers, taking these highly professional and super attractive promotional pictures and also campaigns, it, mm. it can be really effective. But I'm wondering if it has a similar effect on you guys. In China, a market where famous young men stare down at the public from billboards with seemingly luminous skin. And also, not to mention, on social media everywhere and also on TV mm. as well with a lot of these uh, almost like idol shows, but period pieces. And these men just have porcelain-like... <laughs> Flawless uh, skin. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> impeccable skin. And 
on social media when the screen is this small and it's always close, mostly close-ups to the face of men. And the beauty standards have been pushed up to unbelievable heights. Do you guys feel this kind of pressure or this kind of, in a way, it's like a marketing strategy deep down. But as women, we feel these kind of pressure all the time, you know, in the female equivalent way. So I'm just curious from your male perspectives, how do you feel about this, Josh? I think that there is a pressure. I would assume myself that the pressure isn't the same as it is. I think that standards of beauty are still much higher for females. But I think that for men, is it increasing? I'm not sure. I mean, I guess that's the the negative side of of this whole thing. It is fantastic, I guess, for, for women as well, as you said, who are attracted to men, seeing that men are taking more care of their skin and putting more effort in maybe. But it's also illustrative of, these increasing beauty standards. And I do think that, that that is the case. I do think that there is pressure. We have, we know that younger generations now are more focused on things like health, wellness, fitness. They're consuming things like alcohol and cigarettes, smoking cigarettes much less than generations before them, such as mine. I feel like maybe I was the last generation to be that generation because I was the sort of last generation before social media, at least at that age. And so this is great and all, but there is the negative side. Social media can promote a more healthy lifestyle, but it can also um, result in a very unhealthy environment of comparison, comparing yourself to other people, not just celebrities, but also other people posting these perfect images of themselves, sometimes heavily edited or you know, very carefully chosen images of them looking healthy, smiling, looking happy, looking affluent. Um, having all of these things. So there's definitely a dark side to this whole thing. Well, to be honest, uh, personally, I really don't have that kind of pressure because I believe a lot of um, guys have that same kind of state of mind because they are celebrities, of course. And um, why will you have that kind of anxiety caused by a celebrity influence you because of your skin status because you know they are a celebrity and they photoshop themselves and they of course have tons of money on their skin but i'm not saying that this kind of state of mind is is right you know of course um men should pay more attention on their own skin and, and their outlook and to you know at least entertain the people that are close to you right but i think uh, from the perspective of give yourself an anxiety of getting a better skin, I think, yeah, natural beauty. That's what Josh mentioned before. It is it is quite important as well. Yeah, I can't say no to natural beauty, but what I see sometimes is that it's perceived natural beauty that wins, which is super annoying. It's like a lot of guys would say, I don't know if you say this with complete honesty, but... You say to your female partner, oh, you look best without makeup on. But actually, you know, it's the most skillful amount of makeup done in a masterful way that elevates her natural looks without giving away. That is a lot of makeup. And this is the tactic that is super hard to master, almost impossible. But that's what people are kind of into. I wonder if I've bursted one bubble for uh, men out there or whatnot. But it is really interesting to see that 
there is in general growing interest in male personal care and beauty and if we go to the sort of the other end the of the spectrum which is more of the controversial end that is cosmetic makeup so i'm talking about makeup here all right mm. um this is getting more attention as well maybe not a significant growth in volume but if you look at percentage wise it's like doubling the amount of discussions on platforms such as xiaohongshu uh, which is called red and uh, douyin so the uh, chinese equivalent to tiktok as such and makeup tutorials for men it's uh-huh. being ser- looked up and uh, getting the clicks and this trend is mainly driven by those of the gen z generation so I think it's promising that whoever you are, whatever gender, to pay attention to your personal needs and fulfilling them in a thoughtful way.